0: So, the new season of American Horror Stories has just started. Um, I want to say maybe a couple of days ago, uh, the first episode of season two um, came out. don't remember exactly what day it was. I just, I do know that it kind of flew under my radar because I'm waiting for season 11 of the actual American Horror Story, not the spinoff. And I'm still not too certain where the spinoff sits as far as what matters to me in the overall hierarchy of the American Horror Storytelling. Uh, reason being is because I just am not sure what they're doing with that. If they're meant to be separate yet, I'm going to start treating them as such. But then if I am treating them as such, then I don't necessarily care of keeping track of them. That's just how I feel being a consistent watcher of the American Horror story franchise I guess I, I should say and I was thinking about how I started seeing promos for and I'm like oh shit it's already out but I had never done an entry about the last season of American Horror Story so I was like oh yeah this has been on my list let me put it in and sneak it in here as part of my you know bunch of tv show entry things so let's just go ahead and say that the first couple entries I did for American Horror Story Horror stories, I should say, plural. uh, I had done each episode as its own entry. Now, if they are playing them off again the same way they did with the first season, I might do the same thing, but I haven't even started them yet. And so far, it's already been a couple of days since the first one was released, so I'm already sort of behind. I'll probably be behind at least through the second or third one. And then once I start getting my hands on them and getting the ability to watch them, I'll probably do one entry per each one, as I did with the last one, just to kind of keep it consistent. So, let's go and talk about Season 10 of American Horror Story, Double Feature. Why it was called Double Feature, I'm not sure. I thought originally that there was meant to be some kind of connection between the two features, in a way the two storylines they were doing so let's just go one by one let's talk about the first portion of it which is 60 percent of the season you know out of 10 episodes this is six so the first port the first part of the double feature is called red tide now red tide was about this author who goes to this remote town in massachusetts and he wants to try to finish his book and then he gets caught up with these... Oh, no, it's not a book. He's trying to finish the scripts for a movie. Or was he trying to finish the scripts for a book? I can't remember. He was a writer. So he's trying to write, and he escapes to this small town where it's pretty much empty so he can have some peace, and they also have a deal where his wife is able to remodel the house they're in so they can sort of stay for free. She gets some free publicity because she's trying to be this this um designer and the story basically revolves around the writer getting caught up with these other writers that live out there and this drug they take which turns them into geniuses. I mean, I guess you can't you shouldn't say geniuses. It turns them into um like almost savants. Like they have the ability to just write exactly what they want to write, tell the exact stories they want to tell, and they don't really have writer's block. They just breeze through it. You know, they breeze through sleep. And they sit there. And he writes, you know... He he had trouble writing two pages. Now, overnight, he wrote ten episodes of this show he's trying to write. Or he had finished the entire novel overnight of whatever he was trying to write. The drawback, which is where, you know, it being American Horror Story in this universe comes from, is he now craves blood. You know, so... Is it that it turns him into a vampire, you ask? No, no, he's, he's not a vampire. He is more along the lines... Sort of just... How do they explain it in the show I'm trying to remember? So, the way the pill that he takes works is that it forces his body to produce the capability of how his brain is able to work, how the creative part of his brain works. And while it's pushing through and kind of sending his brain into overdrive, his body lacks a certain amount of vitamins and a certain amount of uh, nutrients or whatnot that, that it's burning through too quickly and his body is craving it. And the fastest way to get this back into his system is through drinking blood. And... If it just stopped there, it would have been great, but it took it a step further and made it even better. It only works. The pill only works if you are already, you already you already need to have the brain of a creative. You can't be like a hack. You can't be somebody who wishes they were creative and tries really hard to be creative, and you're really just mumbling around and you don't have anything. You don't have you don't have anything. You don't have any sort of talent. You're not you're not a talent talentful person. You're ta- you're 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 just a nobody essentially. Now, if you take the pills, trying to be this savant of writing or this this amazing designer or even uh, a a huge turn in the story is where his daughter takes it. She sees what his father does and she's like, I want to try that. And then his daughter takes it. So now he's got to feed his daughter blood and his daughter is learning the violin. And all of a sudden she's a master violinist. And then the mother takes it, but she turns into this grotesque creature because anybody who has no talent the pill doesn't work on them and it sort of just drains their mental capabilities because it's pushing those same neurons and those same vitamins through your system that it's just burning you out to the point where you know you have no talent to use those resources so all it's doing is burning them and making you crave blood so it turns you into this kind of blood craving monster and there's a bunch of other little story de- details where it comes to um, Sarah Paulson's character playing a a, um, uh, a homeless um, uh, like like a homeless artist. Well, she's not homeless. She she wants to be an artist, but she's homeless. But she has some sort of disease or something where she's also I think she's addicted to opioids. That's what I'm trying to think. I think she's an opioid addict. And then you have her, and then of course, randomly, you have Macaulay Culkin, who also plays an addict, who also wants to be a writer. He gets involved in everything, and then later on in the story, you meet the chemist who created it. You see a lot of the backstory of the two people who sort of gave him, um, gave the writer of the family, the father, who gave him the pills. You see their backstories a little bit more, and how they became to be the 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 muses they are the, the the tremendous talent they are through their process of learning about the pill and taking it and being successful in that in, in that respect so red tide despite its ending being a little lackluster, i loved red tide i thought the whole season should have been red tide and you could have easily wrote four more episodes of story in that and just made the whole season red tide why double feature to involve what the second part is i don't know I don't think it's one. it, it was 100%, 100% necessary, and I'm going to go ahead and say that they probably should have left it at Red Tide for the whole season. Maybe they called it a double feature to kind of play into the movie one from American Horror Stories, the episode about the film, but even that doesn't make sense because both of these things don't have any correlation to that storyline either. But then it's also... It doesn't have any connection to themselves so the second part part two of double feature the second feature is called death valley it's about aliens <laughs> and it's just this weird roundabout alien story that they get through in four episodes and anybody that knows four episodes of american horror story can give you a lot of details and this goes into things like area 51 And how uh, the presidency knew about the aliens and what they took from the aliens to give them, to give humans the ability to have the certain machines they have. And they have really weird things like uh, somebody plays Amelia Earhart in one of the episodes. So Amelia Earhart's alive and she's working with the aliens. It's just the, the whole alien portion of season 10 is just not as good as what Red Tide was giving us. Maybe it's because they did it in four episodes and they realized that Red Tide was gonna take six and they needed to try to f- cramp in as much as they could within four. But you could have easily just split this up into two separate seasons called one Red Tide called Two Death Valley. Like this is just season 10. American Horror Story is already approved through season 13. So this these two things could have easily been two separate seasons, and then you still could have written whatever else you had, because you're going to get renewed for more. As long as there's people backing this, and a, um, not AMC, if FX, if FX wants to keep doing it, and you still got all of the main actors who want to keep doing it, because I don't think any of them are going to stop doing it. Uh, Sarah Paulson, Evan, P- Evan Peters, uh, Lily Rab, they're all going to still be doing it. So I don't think you're going to, you need to worry about losing the people who are what makes American horror story American horror story. And it's just whatever they tried to cramp in through death Valley. is just not worth it. It just, it was just such a letdown and you would think that, yeah, there's a couple of things that kind of make you go, okay, yeah, this is good. Okay. Yeah, this is good, but they don't flesh anything out. You don't really care about much. And being that they were able to tell the red tie story in just six episodes and make you care about something it it just shows you that they have the writing capabilities. Every season up to this point shows you that they have the writing capabilities. One of my favorite seasons is Coven. I think Coven is a fantastic season. Right along with that, it's Roanoke. Roanoke is just is just as phenomenal as Coven is to me. One of the seasons I dislike the most, and a lot of people are probably going to hate me for it, but it's Asylum. I don't like Asylum that much, and it's simply because Asylum has way too much going on. I probably mentioned this in one of the episodes I've done about American Horror Story so far, but Asylum has way too much going on. If you split... The six different stories or eight different stories happening in Asylum Up, that's easily five more seasons they could have made out of those storylines. And they just cramped so much in there and they tried to have resolutions to all that stuff. I don't remember the last time I watched it, but I don't really care to revisit it. I've only revisited a couple of seasons, and Asylum's not one of them. I've revisited um, Murder House before, and Murder House was the first one that premiered that I thought had too much going on, and I didn't get into it until very later on. Now I'm talking, I started with Coven, then I did Roanoke, then I did, um, what's the one between uh, Coven and Roanoke? I didn't really like uh, the Circus one all that well there was another one that i can't think off the top of my head i can't remember when hotel was but i think hotel is before roanoke Hotel's fantastic then i went back and i gave like murder murder house a chance and i was like yeah murder house is great and i gave asylum a chance and i just think it's too it's overcrowded death valley is the same issue it's overcrowded there's too much shit going on that you're not giving the time to fester out you're cramping too many things into these hour-long episodes it took four hours to tell us this story that i still really didn't care about and it took you six hours to tell the first story that I just wanted more of. So I think Double Feature is probably not on a lot of people's lists as being the best ones. I know Roanoke is on a lot of people's lists simply because they're not huge fans of the um, the found footage stuff as I am. So that's why Roanoke has a special place in my heart. But I do hope whatever the new season of American Horror Story that comes out is going to be worthwhile and kind of kickstart american horror story for me again and until then we have you know american horror stories that's out that uh is going to be uh, going to be premiering and giving us episodes up until mid-september i think so that's holding us out i guess for now but i do hope that season 11 of american horror story gives us a lot more than how we were left off with death valley and again red tide should have been its own thing death valley should have been a completely different season if they wanted to tell that story you may agree or disagree but truthfully that i don't think the double feature aspect was worth cramming in all that writing you have a good writing team we've seen what you're able to do when you write things like apocalypse like when you wrote apocalypse you were phenomenal so i know what you're capable of And you just have to do a little bit better with the next season.